Hello and welcome to Lux the Podcast. My name is Margot Morin. I'm America's Catholic sweetheart. And I'm Stephen Antonio, and you have crossed the 77th limit, so I cannot forgive you no more. Wow. Wow. You were literally pointing a finger at me when you did that. We're recording in person, which is so nice. I do love this. It's so nice in your swanky studio. It, it's something. It is. It's swanky. I really like this. You're pointing... To my sound barrier that looks um, kind of like, like a... native. It's like... Yeah. I wish if I would come back to Earth again, yeah. if I believed in that, mm-hmm. I would want to become a Native American. Really? Yeah. Like now? <laughs> no. A current, like a modern? Native uh, no, American, probably, or? Yeah, back, probably back in the day. Back in the, the yeah, days before of. Before the whites came. Okay. Yeah. It's very specific. Yeah, I just feel like I like, love the land, and they. I don't know if I would be nomadic or I would be. Um, <laughs> if I had all this choice, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, welcome to Lux, the <laughs> podcast where we explore the Sunday's gospel. <laughs> yep, we listen to it. That's L. Yeah. We help you understand it. Margot does. She does a lot of great research about the translations and the meanings and very good quotes. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, and then... We just sprinkle all our experiences throughout it all. Right. And that gets an X. And that got, that's why we call it Lux. Lux. Yeah. And we always start with a... Icebreaker. <laughs> oh, I thought... Okay. I thought we did that together. This is a banter. It's okay. It's okay. Here we go. So here are the icebreaker questions. Two? Two. Always two. Almost always two. Okay. Tell us about your first job and your worst job. Well, my first job was a busboy at my uncle's restaurant. It was a lot of fun. I ate a lot of bread. Um, I did that. I think I was like 12. It was just fun. Okay. Busting tables. Yeah. Oh, worst job. I ate a lot of bread. (laughs) Okay. Fond memories. Um, oh, my worst job. Oh, I had a, a small stint at a parish. I think that was my worst job. Yeah. 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 Okay. My first job was at Baskin Robbins scooping ice cream. No way. Did you do not know this about me? I think so. Because you were a friendly. You uh, worked at Yes. Friendlies. I think that's where we bonded over that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, what was your favorite pl- flavor? Um. May, uh, wait. Gold medal ribbon. What is that? It's an Olympic related one, actually, Look. but it's chocolate ice cream. Okay. Uh, it's a chocolate base. Chocolate and vanilla ice cream, and then a caramel swirl. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And how does that relate to the Olympics? It's it's gold just... medal. <laughs> oh, the gold caramel. medal ribbon. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, cool. All of Baskin Robbins flavors have like references like that. Really? Yeah. So, well, mo- some. They're not popular. Here they, they're now. gone here. Yeah, which is we sad have for me. Yeah, and your worst job. My worst job. There were there's a bunch to yeah. choose from, but I guess I'll say I was a social worker for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts yeah. for a year or so, and mm-hmm. that was brutal. Yeah, that's, that was brutal. That's not a light lift. No, that was tough. Yeah, I saw some stuff, mm. but um, but really valuable. Yeah. Experience. Lesson. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like everyone should do it for like three months just to oh see how. I've heard people say that about like it is. grocery stores, grocery, working at a yeah. grocery store or a, yeah. you know, waiter or waitress. Yeah. Yeah. But you, <laughs> social worker. You're a social worker. Yeah. Believe I mean, that would me. probably help a lot of people actually. It would change how you see things. Yeah. That's for darn sure. Yeah. It would make you clean your house for sure. What? I have to clean my house? No, you would if you, oh. if you, 
we're going into people's homes like a social worker does. Oh, they do. Oh, well, like, they like, did when I, in like my house day. Visits? Okay. Yeah. Well, we need to talk about this off camera. <laughs> this can. is a lot. We can. We can. <laughs> uh, okay. So we're still in the Gospel of Matthew. Yep. And we're in chapter 20, verses 1 to 16a. I wonder what B is, but it just means they, they stopped the reading in the, the middle of a sentence. So they created verses. And then they were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> right. We gotta <laughs> right. We gotta trim it more. Yeah. Right. Annoying. So and it's a little bit longer, so settle back oh, and I'll man. I'll read it for you. Take a deep breath. By the way, it's the twenty fifth Sunday of ordinary time, if that's helpful information. Mm-hmm. Okay. The gospel sounds a little bit <clears throat> like this. Jesus told his disciples his parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, he sent them out into his vineyard. Going out about nine o'clock, the landowners saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, you too go into my vineyard, and I will give you what is just. So they went off. And he went out again around noon and around three o'clock and did likewise. Going out about five o'clock, The landowner found others standing around and said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They answered, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You too go into my vineyard. When it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Summon the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. When those who had started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landover, saying, These last ones worked only an hour, and you have made them equal to us, who bore the day's burden and the heat. He said to one of them in reply, My friend, I am not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give this last one the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my own money? Are you envious because I am generous? Thus, the last will be first, and the first will be last. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) This is where you say, hmm. Yeah. The first time reading through this, I was like, oh, this is how we're talking about, like, workers. But it's not. It's really about the kingdom of heaven. It's for, Yeah. Yeah, yeah thank, he says that in the first sentence. Thank you, my children's the, liturgy the website. Of heaven is like a land. Um, what did you? What you cheating? Are you cheating on me with uh, another I can, resource? I can do research myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So this is interesting. This is what do you this think? Is fun. Yeah. Because there is a sense in churches that we have like a golden ticket. Go on and. It's just human nature to be like, I did X, Y, and Z, so I deserve this. Yeah. And this guy does the, something one or two, and yep. how does he get in? Yeah. And I think it's a big question about Chris, with Christians anyways. Mm-hmm. Like like who's, who gets in and who doesn't? Who does, yeah. Like deathbed or mm-hmm. child baptism or, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It's just it's just a play on humankind, which I love to see. Again, right? Universal yeah. thing. Right, right. 
Yeah. And and fortunately also in our political world, mm-hmm. in our society, like they don't deserve a safe place. Right. Right. They don't um why should they have their student loans paid when yeah. I had to pay mine off? Correct. Right? This is like right. so current. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, shout it. Right? Shout it right? to everywhere. Yeah. Oh man. Ooh. And last week was for forgiveness now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because like both both readings are kind of talking about how God's way hmm. is not our way. It's not logical, right? Yeah. It's not oh. fair. Can you say that again? <laughs> it's, it's God's way is not logical and it is not fair, yeah. right? That's yes. He says that in the reading. The landowner says, look, I make the rules. It's my money. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't cheat you. I just did something great for someone else. It has nothing to do with you. Right. But we're, we do have this human sense of fairness and, and rightness and mm. what's good and what's bad and equality and all of that stuff right um but god's generosity is a million times bigger yeah yeah that's annoying (laughs) (laughs) which part is annoying it's it is annoying i mean it's just it's it's all just part of the bigger picture i think that's what it is i think if you if you only try to focus on like this you lose you lose the message because God is so above us and, mm-hmm. and has a big picture with love and, and condition. It's just really tough to... It's goals. It's goals. Yes. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's just tough. It's tough when you see it. Yeah. You know, even though if you have the kindest person, you still there's a sense of like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But... Maybe it's the same thing as the forgiveness thing, though. Like maybe the habit to get into that will help us deal with unfairness. Yeah is realizing how blessed we are. Yeah. You know, like, so that I feel so blessed that I, it doesn't matter to me what you get, right? Yeah, yeah. And it really shouldn't. Because it, it's, you know, there should be some principles that we have in our lives that everyone has, mm-hmm. deserves. Yeah. Dignity. Yep. And just because you didn't experience it doesn't mean other people can't experience it. And, yeah. Um, or if your life was easier, it doesn't mean that you necessarily need to make it harder right. for the next generation. Yes. Well, then, right. Or even like that you have to, like if your life is good, you don't have to add suffering in order to yes. be like, you know what I mean? Well, okay. So this this kind of conversation comes throughout my family a little bit of like they came to America and they did it legally. That's mm-hmm. their biggest thing. Yeah. And it took a long time to get here. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. And fought everything. They're just kind of upset that people are getting here AKA for free, which yeah. of course is not. Such a good example. Such a situation. And I'm like, it's really it's yeah. like, first of all, I'm more American than you all. <laughs> <laughs> so. So you're welcome to my country. <laughs> and <laughs> Wow. Okay. Okay. But I'm like, it's like, it's fine. Like, I know, I understand your struggles. I mean, that, but every parent does that. Like, right. You think, look at the great depression like yeah. they struggled so then boomers were given so much mm-hmm. so like you always want to like every grandmother wants to give everything to their grandchild right. right so if we need that like that concept in the greater world yeah even in but, families like the i'm the fifth child which everyone's like oh you got it so much easier than yeah, we did you know right. Right. oh they didn't even like blah 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 <laughs> Yo, like yeah it's yeah. so universal we're so, all trying to like be you know get ours yes right yes yeah yeah but i read somewhere that 
someone said this parable tells us something about our relentless drive to assign value mm. to our lives. Right. So maybe mm. that thing of like, I, why him and not me? Yeah. Is about like, why you know why aren't I the favorite? Like yeah. why aren't aren't I doing things good? Am yep. I not doing things right? Right. Right. In order to receive that kind of. Oh man, yeah. But the but the story is really about. Like no one's getting more than anyone else, except maybe, you know, some are giving more, but no one's getting more. Yeah. Right. Well, in this situation, they are. Yeah, in the store. Oh no, they're no, getting they're the getting the same. But less effort. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they get all getting the same, I guess, and then and that really should be the point of everything, right? You know, make sure everyone like has a house and everyone has a safe place. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's I don't know. Yeah, it's really tough. Mm -hmm. Oh so, yeah, our so, whole economy is built on like work hard. Oh yeah. Get you know. Yeah. Be good. Your blessed. rules. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Um, <laughs> I found this quote. I think the first time I wrote this plan. Let me see. Two thousand eleven. Whoa! Oh my gosh. Okay, let's talk about two thousand eleven. Yeah. Obama's still inside. Yep. He's I don't president. even remember. Yeah. Eight and twelve. Yep. Yeah. 16. Yep. So, okay. So, um, <laughs> Red Sox are doing good, I think. <laughs> 2011, right? Sure. Okay, go, go, uh, no. I don't, I've, I don't oh. have that kind of mind. <laughs> I don't have that kind of mind. I was trying memory. to put myself back in 2011. Okay, anyways. Um, Twitter was still Twitter. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> and this story I, I had in 2011, which I, wait till you hear this. Okay. Are you ready? Ooh. Johnny Carson tells a story. Okay, for those, that used to be a uh, evening Late night TV, show, TV talk show, like Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yep, mm -hmm. same show. Johnny Carson tells a story about the time when, as the host of the Tonight Show, he made a joke about there being a toilet paper shortage in the city. The next day, there was really a shortage because all the viewers who had watched his show ran out afterward and bought up extra toilet paper just in case. Does this ring familiar? Yes. There was no trust in the fact that people, if they chose to work together, could ration out the toilet paper to make sure yeah. there would be enough for everyone. Wow. People panicked and grabbed not what they needed, but more than they needed, yeah. leaving others with nothing at all. Yeah. When people allow their lives to be directed by this kind of fear and self-love, then they find out when they die and finally have the opportunity to enter into a heavenly community that it is not really what they want at all. I don't know about that, but I think I remember this. I remember talking about this. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, maybe I just have deja vu. Or maybe, but, yeah. Um, or maybe you're reliving early COVID days. <laughs> yes, probably. When this literally happened. Happened, yeah. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Ugh, things just don't change. Yeah. And that's an old show. And we so don't that learn. Decades ago. <laughs> like as a, as humanity, we don't learn. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I stu I have some background on the story. Okay. And then we'll get back to the big picture. The damn it part. Mm-hmm. Uh in the sophisticated and complex world in which we live. It says. Cosmo. Sure. It is hard for us to conceive of a vineyard owner or manager coming out several times during the workday to hire new workers. But 
in the Middle Eastern world, grapes are still harvested in a very brief and intensive window of opportunity, very late in the growing season, just before the rainy season begins in the fall. When the rain clouds begin to gather, the farm managers go for more help than they had originally thought necessary. Mm -hmm. If it rains tonight, all that is not yet harvested will be lost. Last minute, short term workers are urgently needed. The amount of work done is not the point. The need of the farmer is. Okay. So it's like Christmas season at Walmart. (laughs) Yep. You need more people. Right. Seasonal people. Right. And it's not about the worker. Yeah. Right. It's about the job. Okay. So let's switch it to like a food pantry. (laughs) More of a good thing rather than making sales. Um, Yeah, sure. Around Thanksgiving. Or Or maybe it's just about like loving kindness in the world right yeah. like we think I, I think i have another quote here actually the parable challenges our sense of justice from childhood we're told we will be rewarded if we behave well mm-hmm. and punished if we behave badly however this is not the theme of the parable we are not being encouraged to use our good behavior as a bargaining tool with the almighty mm. the vineyard owner pays his workers not on the basis of their merits but on the basis of his compassion. So this is about like faith versus good works too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've had so many people ask me like, how could God forgive or, you know, the question of who's in heaven, who's in hell, right? Right. How can, it's always Hitler. Yeah. How is Hitler in heaven? Yeah. And I've, the maddening answer is mm. that it's not about Hitler as much as it is about God. Mm. Right? That yeah. it is, that God is, <laughs> it, it's, it's ununderstandable. God's yeah. generosity and forgiveness and mercy is so big that it doesn't make sense on earth. Oh, yeah. But like, why? Why is God loving and compassionate? <laughs> I Let's... <laughs> go on like is it just like where did that come from that first belief because in the old i mean is is jesus flipping the script because in the old testament he was damning and um that's that's the view of the humans but i think that's a a matter of perspective okay so the the old testament can be told as a series of stories of people being people and god getting mad Mm -hmm. right or you can talk to you can um, think of it as a series of stories about God loving and people screwing it up. Gotcha. And God Even correcting the, te- the situation and then people screwing it up. Okay. Can you give me an example? Like um, Noah? Uh like Noah. Let's see. Or is that not a good example? Well, I I didn't prep on Old Testament today. <laughs> but there's a whole series of what do they call them? I can't remember. Okay, that's okay. The sin cycle, I think they call it. Oh, okay. Where? Oh gosh, I can't remember. Okay. But you could, couldn't, you know, it's basically this sort of cycle. People yeah. sin, God forgives. You know, a prophet sets things right. Ah, uh, okay. And then they, they're like, yay! And then they screw it up again, and uh, God is, you know. Again, there, but you ask the question, why is God loving? Yeah. To me, and this is just the only way I understand it, mm-hmm. 
God is love, right? Mm -hmm. So love can't not be loving. Yeah. It's just what love does. Okay. It's it's very nature. Okay. Okay. So it would be like asking you why you human. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense to me. But again, I don't know. That's I, this is the only way it works for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, right? Which is the whole I think the whole Bible is just yeah. humans trying to figure out mm-hmm. God. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> so the thing about this is right. Then what are we left with? Right. Do like, we continue on our pathway and just right? Should we bother to behave? Yeah. If everyone's going to get the same reward as we are right eventually yeah then why bother yeah right if it's not our good works that get us into heaven yep or our faith right right then why bother <laughs> do you have an answer Pause. um <laughs> uh, i think it's a little bit of well i think the the can answer is to to love other people like mm-hmm. it's not about you it's about other people yeah seems that's very clear in the gospels he's always talking about that mm-hmm. um but i also think that that's affects you too in a good way mm-hmm. like you do not you, you're still part of the equation right and right? so you were forgiven so you can forgive right yeah. and you're loved so you should love yeah yeah um hmm. yeah <laughs> I, I can just see like the the other way of right. doing this. Right. So, and it is the eternal question, right? right? Like, mm-hmm. why bother? Why be good? Yeah. And I do think, like, the people who ask that question, people who have asked me that question, yeah, I always want to think, like, what would you do if you didn't feel like you had to be good in order to get to heaven? Like, what is it that you want to do? Yeah. You know, like, murder someone? Right, right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, then go do it, I guess. Yeah. But, mm. you know. Well, I think it would, I mean, what I'm seeing in like today's day, like this a new generation is yeah. that they do care about people. Yeah. That's like huge. Yes. Yeah. To the point of like discussing your salary, which is what I was going to say about this, <laughs> but it's really not about job. Right. About being open with each other. And, yeah. Yeah. And and accepting people as they are, like they're they're saying a lot of Jesus, yeah, words, yep, yep, yep. and it's great. Mm-hmm. We're on a good path, yeah. Um, but yeah, th- but I would ask the same question for them, like why? And I think they just would be like, because we're supposed to take care of people, should. yeah, yeah that's, that's how it is. That's the deal. Yeah, that small town mentality, but the, also the small bit, like we're all part of this. We're all going through it. Right. We all have bad moments good moments but we can all support each other yeah so i can see that there was value in teaching people this good works thing this mm-hmm. behavior thing yeah it was definitely a great um business model for a church mm-hmm. right because the only way you could receive forgiveness before you die is through a sacrament that only the church can give mm-hmm. so there was this sort of you know feed into yeah keeping the church needed for people and um you can see then why the church is starting is dying yeah right because this new sort of realization that like oh actually the gospel itself says yeah that it's more about god than it is about me Mm -hmm. and if 
you know, the opposite question to the opposite question to the one that I asked before is like, if you're already forgiven, yep. how does that affect your life? How do you live? Right. Like probably more lovingly, yeah, right? I if would I'm hope. already going to heaven, then it isn't like I can go nuts and murder people. It's more like, wow, that's yeah. so cool. I've been given this really amazing gift. I want to, I want to share it to other people. Yeah. You know? Right. That knowledge that yeah. you are forgiven and you are loved. Yeah. Yeah. You would want everyone to know that and feel that because mm -hmm. it's freeing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think the church is still trying to teach the old way. Oh, yeah. Right. The old. You mean this Catholic era. church? Yeah. The Catholic <laughs> church. The thing a that moves like a snail. <laughs> a lot of a lot of church denominations oh, yeah. are trying to go back to a behavior model. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Like you have to behave in order to belong. Happens at every end of a era. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um yeah, I don't know what the future will look like for a church that can't let go of that. Right. And yeah. actually live the gospel. Right. Be a, more of a vessel right. than the gatekeeper. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad business model. It's not going to keep any churches in. Well, it's not going to keep, keep many churches. Yeah. Well, they would just have to prioritize probably more on people. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah. think the movement will ever die. No. I really don't think Christ's movement yeah. is ever going to end. Mm -hmm. But I, Will it end? It will end at like the end of day yeah, maybe i don't know but i i do think the church is forgetting yeah like the 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 whole boy scout thing i think i mentioned in the last episode mm -hmm. uh, is a model of they interviewed like the, the lead counsel for the boy scouts and he's you know he's lying clearly okay. and he's hiding and he's trying to like spin and yep. and you can see that what he's trying to do is save the institution of the boy scouts of america mm-hmm at over. the cost yeah. of the lives of the people who are still being hurt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And if the church as a whole yeah. puts all its energy into saving the institution, we know how that goes badly. Yeah. And it's not going to work. Yeah. It's just not going to work. Yeah. It needs to be about the people. It mm -hmm. needs to be about people's personal relationship with Christ and allow that to be a vessel for that. Only. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. Like, Mm, yeah, it really, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a really interesting time to be alive because, um, it, in the state of the institution, mm -hmm. this is yeah. like a moment. It sure it's is. an era. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. And to see it all. I think the quickly. first churches to go will be the ones that don't notice that or try not to notice that. Yeah. Right. We just, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's all about people. Yeah. 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 Ugh. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. No. It, it's uh, not what matters, this right? Is what matters, Something yeah. matters. What matters is love, yeah. right? What matters is God's love for us. Mm -hmm. and for you. For Yeah. Listener. For you, listener. Yeah, yeah. And not your value. It's God's value. Yeah. Well, you can, ha you can find value in God. Your yeah. value yeah, yeah, yeah. in God. Yeah. Oh, I feel like it's one of the only places you can find your own true value. Yeah. Right? Because God is, like, if you can imagine looking into a mirror that is loving you, mm -hmm. you know, that's what God 
how God looks at us. Yeah. And that's it. Like, that's just what God does is just love, love us. Love. So um, if you're wondering what your purpose is in life or what your true value is, yeah. there's some of it in that. And just that God thinks you're so amazing yeah. that, that God, you know, what, what do they say on Alpha? God loves you as if you're the only person in the world. Like yes. that's pretty intense. Yeah. That's God is like besotted with you, is adoring you. Yeah. That's you know, amazing. I was at a conference once and the speaker, um, Bob Rice, who's oh, yeah. a professor and a writer, he said, if you are not enveloping that God loves you in any teaching, you're not teaching it, it right. Uh. You're not doing because he's like, God, why? God loves you. In the beginning, <laughs> yeah. in the middle, you can talk. And then it's at the end, God loves you. What's that tattoo say? That tattoo says, love is the answer. Love is the answer. Right? Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. That's why it's it, there. It, to it, remind me that. <laughs> That's the answer to the test yeah. right there. Oh, man. I should get that on my eyeballs. Cheating. <laughs> yeah. yep. my glasses. <laughs> yeah. It really is. And it's confusing. And it's frustrating and it's, it's like impractical crazy. yeah and it's illogical yep. and it's not fair and it's not, oh at all God, i know that i keep on hearing it's not fair it's not, not fair, fair. In my head. yeah life's not fair life's not fair yeah it's better than fair that's the good news yeah right because if if it was that it was merit-based mm -hmm. whatever salvation is yeah then i would be screwed you <laughs> yeah. would be screwed yeah. we'd all be screwed yes right yeah. because what's the line like oh what's gosh. the line that separates and to, and and for those who grew up with like catholic school <laughs> <laughs> no is that not what you were gonna say I, I, yeah i mean in a sense like uh do this or you're going to hell like yeah. the threat okay. of hell like that is such a manipulative way to view things because it's just control yeah and jesus was never about control right never right so so freeing it's just so freeing yeah um, it can be i can see why if you were raised that way yeah, and God doesn't work that way, I can see why it would be frustrating. Yes. Right? Yes. Which is the whole story here. This is the whole gospel story. Yeah. But the good news is that it's also, it's true for you. Yeah. It's not about whether it's true for someone else. It's mm -hmm. true for you. And that's the good news. That's yeah. all you need to focus on. Right. And that will change everything for you. Yeah. So how do we do it? So I think we have to get to know God. Okay. Like to really, we need to let go of the things that are, this is the whole deconstruction thing happening, right? Yeah. We really need to look at our faith, okay. whatever it is, whatever shape it's in, mm -hmm. pull out the pieces that don't lead us to love. Okay. And keep the ones that do. But he says, bring your cross. Okay. A couple weekends ago. Yeah. And follow him. Yeah. So you can bring it with you. You bring it all. Bring it all. Because it's not like you bring whatever you bring. Yeah, yeah. Um, but God's still going to be God. Yeah, he's love. And he's you love. can, you know, if the wall between you and God is built of bricks yeah. that were put there by your church or your family or yeah. whatever. Or hurt. Or hurt. Yeah. Then you need to look at each brick uh, and pull out those ones. Okay. You really are deconstructing yeah. that wall. Gotcha. I'm with you now. Okay. So pull them out. See yeah. what's left. Yeah. And and use what's good. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's not easy work, obviously. Oh, yeah. But if you know that 
And, and the focus is God. The focus is God. The focus yeah. is love. That yeah. love is the answer. Yeah. Then you can pull out the ones that that don't point you in that direction yeah. that so, aren't serving you. Yeah. You know. Mm. Okay. There and it that, is. And forgiveness. <laughs> so just do that, and you'll be fine. <laughs> Done and but dusted. But that's that's uh, that's healing. That's mixture with healing. That's mixture with forgiveness. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Wow. Well, this, I feel like a little bit better after last you week's do. episode. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Did you feel bad after last <laughs> week's episode? I've just been in a really mental funk lately, so Aww. this is nice. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. And we <laughs> hope that you enjoy this conversation <laughs> as well. I hope that's true for our listeners, too. A yes. little bit of uh, liberation. Yeah. Right? And if so, why don't you tell a friend about the email, uh, about the podcast? Yeah. Right? Just share it with share a person it. or yeah. so. And, uh, and... If you want to get together and talk about the podcast, you can start a little small group, a little yes, a little lux. Yeah, I honestly diving into these gospels is just shattering my world. So, um, <laughs> in a good way, in a good mean? way, yeah, 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 in a deconstruction way, yeah, 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 in a good way. Good, yeah, good, yeah, good. And thank you for listening. Oh yeah, thanks, and- listener, and uh, do come back and join us again next week yeah. on Lux, the, the podcast. podcast. Thank you for listening to Lux, the podcast. Best way to support the show is to share it with those that you love. Listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or where you listen to your podcasts. Lux, the podcast is written by Margot Morin, and she's available for a spiritual direction at margomorin.com. Lux, the podcast is produced by Simon Antonio, and you can find him at simonantonio.com. Find the podcast on Instagram at lux underscore the podcast. <laughs>